Three, two, fun. Ooh, three, two, fun. And we're live. We're live. Hello to you. Myself. Hi. Hi, Jackie. How's it going? It's going well. Mm. How are you? You feeling loose? Uh, Yes. Um, I am. I'm feeling sore. Oh. Yeah. Um, I got a massage yesterday. Right. Um, and this morning I woke up like really sore because she really got in there. I went to Korean spa. Um, uh-huh. at, it's called Hue Spa for anyone who's in Los Angeles. Okay. Um, in Koreatown. Sponsor. Um, yeah. Um, it was awesome. Yeah. First great. of all, I never get massages and it was like really great. At first she put a, um, a sheet over my back and was like <laughs> massaging me through the sheet and I was Love like, it. is that normal? Mm-hmm. Well, I oh. do a lot of Thai massages. So I. Oh. Happy endings. Yes. Yeah. Uh, tantric. I don't mean to yeah. be, um, uh, there's like Thai and then there's Swedish and I didn't I didn't know the differences between all massages and yeah, I realized I, I like the Thai one and they do the sheet thing the Thai what's one. the Thai one what's the difference the, 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 okay the Thai one is it's a lot of more it's more muscle they don't use all the oils and everything it's oh. just very like they get in like to the okay. tissue and they yeah and then the Swedish is where they just lube you up okay so it was technically a Swedish massage at a Korean spa <laughs> okay but they also do hybrids okay so yeah at first it was through the thing so I was like are you afraid to touch me like do I look gross and then I was like well you know maybe some people are gross and they don't want to like but like I have a I have really nice back skin right <laughs> I like yeah, I confirmed think? confirmed yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. um so hairy but no <laughs> um but I thought maybe you know she was not wanting to touch me and then because I was I almost was going to be like and we had a language barrier and so I but I wanted to be like can we take off can yeah we take off the, mm-hmm. can you touch me you know yeah um I wanted I her, want you to touch me. I want like desperately you yeah know, i haven't been touched in a couple of months <laughs> <laughs> That's true. well honestly though they do the way that they 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 work their magic it's like it's not sensual but you can't sometimes it is like well, they'll get in there like they got the, in well, oh my yeah and crevices. they like scooted over and Scoot. right right away she was like because like i feel like at the like white people ones they're like um okay so i'm gonna head out and then you can take off exactly. your shirt but she was like okay yeah top. you know she didn't say it because she didn't speak english but right yeah like, they don't care I, under my breath i was like well we're all friends here but i mean obviously she d- didn't understand but i mean because she just you know right away she saw my tits and but it it's not about that <laughs> no they don't realize no no they don't care of course not and they're gonna get in there they're gonna step on you i don't know oh, if yours did no but she didn't like sometimes they'll get on well they don't step on me because i'm smaller but like they'll do it like to nick they'll like climb up on his back and stuff oh yes they climbed up or she climbed up on the thing they it was like there was like several um uh, she climbed up on the thing and like really got in there which and that's why i'm sore because she really but like i because i hate when you get a massage and and this is such a white girl problem <laughs> i hate when you get a massage and they're like barely <laughs> but no but they're like when they don't get it's in there too long of a massage yeah no. <laughs> 90 minutes <laughs> no but um the great part about it was though is that you only pay a little bit more hue spa uh, in Koreatown, <laughs> um, to go into the actual spa um, place, which is in Korean, Korean spas, it's like there's several different rooms that have like different things. Like one was like an infrared room for like whatever oh. healing or something. One was a Himalayan salt room. One was a whatever room. Um, but first they're like, we, you know, take a shower. But then like, there's no swimsuits in here. So it is just a bunch of women like being naked. And like this one girl, she asked me a question and I felt so weird at first because she was just like, as if she had clothes on, was just like, so what are we like hopping this thing? And like, you know, and it was weird because I'm like, you're naked. But also, like, who gives a shit? And I felt, you know, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. No, I've heard about these. Yeah, I didn't realize awesome. you went to that one. I did. I've heard. And that everyone's just naked. Yeah. And yeah, but it, at first it sounds gross, but everyone has to shower, so everyone's clean. Yeah. 
And then, yeah, you just kind of... I mean, we like walked around with robes for most of it. And, yeah. Like, you, you, you can leave the robe on, but like That's for a free. bit. Free yeah. in the nipples. And, like, yeah. Free you know? in the clits. And it is good to like see other women naked because you... I mean, it's just normal women. You know? Yeah. Like, they're not and, like porn stars. Right. Yeah. You're like, oh, great. We all look like humans. Right. Yeah. And so... And then like just, <laughs> just a couple people talking naked. That's <laughs> like, amazing. Like, I don't remember the last time I talked to someone when I was naked that I wasn't... Being, right being, you with. being yeah. intimate yeah uh, i mean yeah I, I that's were there people of all ages too uh actually this was like mostly everybody was like you know upper 20s 30s. Oh, okay. yeah it seemed like i don't know a hot saturday thing to do cool yeah because nick talks about like at when he's gone to the gym maybe once or twice a year yeah <laughs> but like the <laughs> men that are naked oftentimes in the locker rooms are old and i was oh. wondering if there's something there with like old fuck. people loving to be naked yeah, yeah. like their balls and they do like it's like a, he's like it's it feels like i'm in a movie like it's like yeah. a com- comedic scene but yeah. like they don't care you and know it kind of makes me think why do we care i don't know we and should why just do we, be able to be naked clothes Yeah, I was just going to say, this is great because our We're guest, all- Brandon Scott Wolf, <laughs> Hello, thank you for having Yay. me. I will put on a towel. I'm so sorry. <laughs> also, oh. you're hard. Yeah, yeah oh, well, uh, so it's hard. Uh, difficult not to be. Uh, <laughs> I'm in LA. Everyone's attractive. Yeah, yeah. 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 Especially us. Um, so um, today we have Brandon on. He flew in just for this from New York City. <laughs> Honestly, I booked a red eye. I'm so tired. <laughs> and I got off the plane, LAX, and oh. I just came right here. And yeah, you, you, you're you a great host. You, you talked about uh, getting touched by uh, Koreans. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, I loved listening. You know, it felt right. like I... Uh, paid what maybe like fifty dollars a hundred dollars to your patreon just so i could sit here and not talk for a bit you guys yeah. are assholes <laughs> and i feel like uh it's rude what you do you're terrible people and mm, uh, dreadful you. friends okay just terrible but well. it's great you have this podcast uh, mm. about yeah. being assholes and embracing assholehood yeah yeah assholery mm-hmm. um but i think it's more it's a gut check brandon it's Scott a gut check. Wolf. Yes. We don't always think we're assholes about everything. And sometimes turns out the guest is the asshole. That's true. I Hugh. am an asshole, but BSW. you know what? It takes one to know, to know two. To know two. To know two. two. To know two. Oh, I see what you boy, did there. Oh, boy, oh, boy. there are two of you, and also number two comes out of the asshole. Nice! Yeah, so much oh, fun. Oh, zingers. I have a writer's brain and uh, not an actor's face or body. Uh, so. <laughs> what are you talking about? We'll put a photo up of Brandon. You guys can all judge him. Okay, was um, your website still up? Yes. Oh. But oh, you're in a relationship oh. now. you got to take okay. that down. Okay. I am in a relationship. My girlfriend uh, probably hates that I have a website called DateBrandonScottWolf.com. Oh. Okay, wait. Wait, wait. Okay. I want to get into that. But I want to talk about what the title of the episode is. Great. So you guys can know where we're coming from. That's why I so, love you and I need you. Thanks. I would have forgotten it? so much. Um, yeah, go ahead. Hugh Massage Parlor Koreatown. <laughs> is that the title? <laughs> the title exactly. Okay. Hugh Massage Parlor. Mm-hmm. Um, H-U-G-H. Um, <laughs> at H. Okay. Um, so this is Am I an Asshole for uh, promoting myself? Yeah. Self-promotion. Like self-promotion. Yeah. Shameless plugging. Yeah. Networking. Schmoozing. Yeah. I mean, because that's a very doing LA, bits. New York thing to do. Yes. Um, Jackie and I feel like we're assholes when we do it. And for doing, I mean, 
all the shit we have to do for this podcast, we were like, ugh. Yeah. Which, by the way, if you don't mind liking us on yeah. Instagram oh, yeah. and Facebook. Give us five stars. Five star review on Review, iTunes. review, review. It really helps us out. Yeah. yeah, but you have to do it in this industry business. Mm. And and I think a lot of industries. Yeah. Like, you have to promote yourself or you're not going to go anywhere. Anyway, it feels bad talking about yourself. Yes. So, Brandon, you're a he uh, loves asshole talking about pro himself. about it, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, first and foremost, I think uh, when you embrace uh, self-promotion, you become an asshole. But also, you might get new Twitter followers at yeah. Brandon E.S. Wolf. <laughs> uh, that's Brandon S. Wolf. Brandon Scott Wolf did not fit the Twitter character. Oh, okay. comment. Uh, mm-hmm. Brandon S. with Justin S. was taken. BSW Comedy, also gone. I didn't uh, care for that much. So it's Brandon oh. E.S. Wolf. I like my Latin American fans. Uh, Brandon is Wolf. Uh, very fun. Oh, oh, oh. Great stuff. Uh, okay. So, um. Yes. Okay. Uh, you. So I'm an asshole. Before you started datebrandonscottwolf.com, <laughs> did you have as big of a following as you do now? Or was no. that was that kind no, of your breakout? No, no. But the reason why I have as big of a in particular Twitter following mm-hmm. now is because of followbrandonscottwolf.com. Oh. Uh, it's the number one online following site. The is dating really? site is the number one online dating site. I have multiple sites. Oh, my uh, God. That's amazing. There is fightbrandonscottwolf.com. <laughs> that got a review in uh, GQ, a write-up there. Oh, yeah. I remember I helped you, or I tried to help you with that, but didn't go anywhere. Sorry about that. No, it's totally fine. It's very nice of you. I um, love all the help you give. Wow. Sometimes it takes a village to make an asshole. You know oh, yeah, that's beautiful. You need someone with uh, skills for website production. You need someone who's a director to mm-hmm. make a video. You need a writer. You need an actor. Whatever you're yeah. making, you all have to be assholes, and you all have to have a common asshole goal. Okay. Right, and so, use one another. An asshole. Yes. An asshole. An asshole. An asshole. Um, so, Okay. It's about using, yes. But, but like, when did you decide that you were like, I need to fucking like really amp this shit up and like, you know what I mean? Yeah, amp it up. But also like, did Brandon Scott, like how genuine was that? Like, that's hilarious. You So you, I mean, just to like give some context, yeah. you just basically started a website saying date brandonscottwolf.com, like you're up for grabs. Who wants to date me? Right? So the website was released two years ago a week before valentine's day and i had that idea about three or four years ago at this point and i brought uh this idea to a bunch of friends and they were like hey that's actually really funny and i was like oh thank you <laughs> uh so i tweeted it out at brandon es wolf and uh a lot of people clicked like on it and started kind of retweeting and sharing and i was like huh, maybe I should actually make this site. And I made it completely as a joke. I thought uh, the Brooklyn, the Manhattan, New York City comedy community, UCB, wherever, would book me on more shows because, oh, Brandon had a fun goof, a silly goof that (laughs) he just put online. And it not only was a silly goof, it was a silly goof that went viral. And it ended up really, really catching on to the point where I think about 1200 people created profiles taking the free online questionnaire on datebrandonscottwolf.com and uh it's it is kind of nuts because i was interviewed on australia's number one brekkie show that they don't say breakfast there they they say say brekkie Mm -hmm. i was interviewed on russian state propaganda television rt russia today I was interviewed on Irish public radio. I was in Holy Brazilian shit. metros. I was in Tokyo newspapers. I was global. And it got <laughs> to the point where agencies were reaching out and they were saying, oh, yeah, we saw this interesting thing. Um, are you a 
TV writer by any chance? Would you like to turn this into a sitcom? And I was like, oh, I don't know if you really looked into me, but I've been doing stand-up for like five, six years at right. this point. I have a website, just regular brandonscottwolf.com. <laughs> and they were like, it's regular. I was like, no, drop the regular. It's just <laughs> brandonscottwolf.com. <laughs> And so from that point forward, uh, my career has been perfect and everything has been yeah. great. And people just give me money, like wheelbarrows of money. Yeah, dates, brought... I've gone on so many oh dates. God. Did I... you actually go on dates for that? Some, uh, not directly through the site, but I would go on stage. I do stand up. I do a lot of stand up. You're very would... funny. Oh, you're, you're very too funny. kind to me. Thank and you. And you do like a... Um a dry you kind of do a thing right yes. yeah yeah like a Stephen wright like sad yeah i keep uh i keep getting different uh i i, I want to say the comparisons have changed over the years but okay usually it was uh you know three four five six years ago Stephen wright uh-huh. as you were saying this past week i got john mulaney someone's like oh, oh you sound oh. like john mulaney oh, your, like, your vocal Whoa. tone of voice Wonderful. oh yeah this isn't brand scott wolf we have john mulaney Hi, Saturday Night Live nick, writer. Yeah. nick kroll is my friend yeah uh, we, we are <laughs> the douche. uh cool. check out big mouth on netflix and one of the titular <laughs> characters uh i'm a big mouth we're all big mouths <laughs> yeah uh, okay great show by the way okay, please but, hire wait, wait, me no, you're talking about <laughs> so anyone. you went on some dates yeah wait no you did stand up I did stand up and I would incorporate uh, jokes about Date Brandon Scott Wolf into my act <laughs> and women would come up to me afterwards and be like, hey, you were really funny. Is that dating site real? And then they would check it out on their phone and laugh and they'd be like, oh, you're the best. And we would like talk, whatever, walk away. You know, the next day I would get an email from that woman, that audience wow. member. Wow. And I was like, oh, some of these people are actually interested in going out. Which yeah, is cool. So but funny. I never actually went on a date from someone just on the site because I launched the site just as a joke and people right. created these profiles. And when I put the online questionnaire up the first week, the first month, the first two, three months, I didn't have a question saying, Are you located in New York City? Right. So I was just getting random. <laughs> inbox messages that were like hey love the site think you're cute hey love the site this is a goofy idea hey way to put yourself out there if you're ever around i'd love to grab coffee and occasionally someone would post something like oh i'm in argentina so if you're ever down here let me know and i'm like all right i guess if i'm ever in argentina i will look into this but like it was very bizarre and it was very forthcoming some people were like i'm in florida i'm a gay man you want to have sex and wow. i'm like okay okay okay, like, okay. well I, and I, you I, did right i went right down to florida <laughs> another red eye i love catching these red eyes <laughs> loves red eyes yes but like what does that say about people like that they just they wanted to like star fuck you i think no, honestly it says about people that they want to make a connection and they want to relate because you yeah, don't yeah, that's think right. so? No, I do, I do. I mean, like, honestly, a dating site for one person, I made one as a joke. Right. And then throughout the years, I've seen things pop up. Like, there was an article in The Guardian where it was like, this woman created a dating site for herself, and she's actually looking to find love. Yeah. And then I was tagged at the bottom of like, <laughs> also, check out these sites. And right. mine was like, Brandon Scott Wolf is a comedian living in New York City. He made a site called DateBrandonScottWolf.com, the number one online dating site for Brandon Scott Wolf. <laughs> and <laughs> I was like, 
I don't know if the Guardian knows that mine was a joke, right. but like they did know I was a comedian, like that kind of like, mindset. Thank you for you, the plug, for sure. Would you not have minded meeting someone? You were single at the time, right? So at the time I was single and it got to the point where the joke became too real and it spiraled and yeah. became big. Like yeah. it was too big. Yeah. What do you, wait, what do you mean? Your what was too big? Uh, the the joke the yeah. joke was too big like, like like you know if it's in Australia and people are applying to go on a first date with me I'm like well that is out of my hands now right. this has become a bigger idea than I could ever imagine oh, like I thought your it was, penis wasn't too big no uh, mm, okay not not my wiener <laughs> cool. uh, I was talking about but just so you know it is big idea. we can see it right now because you didn't put a towel on. we put a towel on but it's a teepee well oh, yeah, you yeah. guys I don't know where the towels are I'm new to this space <laughs> yeah. and uh, yeah, yeah. where are they and a red eye you took yeah. a red eye I'll tuck it in thank <laughs> you excuse me but um, but wait so so it got too real basically. Well, it got to the point where I thought, okay, maybe if I do add a Are You in New York City button, which I did, uh, I could maybe go on dates. And by that point, I want to say that like the brilliance of the site, like the excitement behind it kind of fades after three to five months and mm -hmm, yeah. less people apply. Like occasionally, I haven't checked in in a while because I started mm -hmm. dating someone, right. but I know that like every month I'll get like three to five people that are just like, hey, I saw your website, want to get coffee, or I'll get a couple people that are like, uh, this is nuts, you're nuts, go kill yourself and drown in a river. And I'm like, oh, cool, so some of you are trying to do me bodily harm <laughs> yeah. okay cool well, thanks for signing yeah, on what a yeah, waste of space waste? Yeah, i mean if anyone knows you i feel like they know it's a joke but you're right but if why they, people don't yeah if they don't yeah which if it went viral of course i mean people didn't i thought about putting up a, a little signing a up a thing? thing but i didn't now he has girlfriend well sometimes do it anyway for fun <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. mike I'm kaplan has made one. Oh, good uh, <laughs> yeah great sarah schaefer has made uh, one excellent. are you serious wait did it go on on ellen ellen it was on ellen. ellen yeah it was on ellen it was yeah so a production funny. company reached out to me and was like hey we honestly would like to make this a sitcom and i was like wow this That's is a real crazy. production company this is a thing that could happen it didn't happen. It's no, been two but years, like, but like it's so exciting to have your phone ring and pick up, and you're like, "Oh, this is someone from Hollywood. Yeah. I live <laughs> yeah. across the country. They saw a website goof that I made, Dude, and now right. they're like, well, we could give you a deal and like maybe we pitch to CBS. Are you interested?'" And I'm like, "Okay." Yeah. <laughs> and it's yeah. all because you just like, but you didn't have the intention of this going viral you just made a silly website yeah i thought it would just do well yeah. on facebook right. and right. the second i posted it on facebook i want to say maybe it took an hour before someone from mashable contacted me and was like hey we saw your website you free to do an interview in 30 minutes and so Holy i did shit. and then that went to huffington post and then that mm. got picked up on mtv news and that moved over to the next site and the <laughs> site after insane. that it just, because it's like it's, it, it's almost random feeling i mean like that is a really good idea. So like that's why it worked. But it's like you never know when the one is going to take. And that took in an hour. So I think uh, that is very true. It's like very random. But I think that people will always cling to dating and relationships. Yeah. And people love that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Especially the week before Valentine's Day. Like if oh, anyone's listening to this podcast right now and wants to embrace being an asshole. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Put something out about dating and relationships a week before Valentine's Day because two <laughs> yeah. years later you will be on 
a podcast Come. with Rosie and Jack. Thank you, know? you. That is what will elite, happen. Elite, elite. But I, I just like because I hear about this stuff really happening, and it's funny. What do you mean, really happening? Sorry, like the those people promoting themselves. Like, remember there was one guy that was like, "I'm looking for a Spanish." girlfriend for the holidays that is very specific it's very specific very specific yeah yeah oh but but so i just wonder if like that's called a casting director yeah yeah, totally different thing yeah Uh, i just have you ever heard of those things where uh someone can hire a significant other to go to like thanksgiving or christmas (gasps) it's like a a real there's a movie it's not like an escort thing there's a movie called the wedding date yes it's it's very old it's not very old what about Deuce Bigelow, male gigolo. Does that happen? I've never seen it. I don't know. I don't well, I mean, know. escort services are like a yeah. sex thing. This is like a oh. non-sexual, like, oh, this is Tracy. We've been dating for four I mean, months. That's yeah, sadder. So, like, couldn't you? Yeah. Maybe, yeah, but like or... if your family's really harping on you oh. and it's just like, you're 34, you All right, need to- calm down. I'm 33. <laughs> oh, no. You know what, though? I mean, as an, a supplemental income, mm-hmm. I guess you just- you're basically the person who goes is just a hired actor so like this year for christmas i am going to most likely be in brooklyn not doing anything and i'm not gonna say that i would do this but (laughs) Mm -hmm. someone in my position could probably just get hired what else am i gonna do on christmas just eat chinese food and like watch movies on netflix oh that's depressing oh because you're you're jewish you didn't have to whisper that (laughs) (laughs) i also hate that you had to look around before Donnie, my dog. I did not look Hello, around. Hello, Donnie. You're a lovely dog. It's Hello. Jewish. Oh, I was like, why does? Why aren't you doing anything on Christmas? And then I realized because actually, I thought Jewish. the same thing. Uh, yeah, same thing. But a lot of because a lot of Jewish people celebrate Christmas. Yeah, some people do. I not mean, you. not not I. I mean, I will hopefully do something fun on Christmas. I always find something. Like a couple years ago, my roommate and I we just watched eight to nine movies in a row and ordered Chinese food from the same place three times. And the delivery man kept coming back. And by the third time, he was like, oh, you guys. Oh, how cute. (laughs) We were friends with him. See, this is why they want to do a sitcom about you. That's because funny. The Chinese, (laughs) the Chinese (laughs) delivery. Yeah. Uh Yeah. I got a lot going on. Yeah. Anyway, okay, circling back. So, but you, maybe you wouldn't have gotten to where you are if you didn't do like a shameless self-promotion oh i would not be here right now in los angeles if it wasn't for that really definitely not no i mean that was the one thing that put me in the forefront of comedy at least for a day yeah because everyone was like oh have you seen this young kid in brooklyn he's (laughs) like really weird and doing a fun project yeah and so people start talking like if you are a stand-up comedian if you are an actor if you are a writer whatever the thing is that you're doing in the performing arts do something that's different that makes you stand out and you will seem like an asshole. I sound like an asshole saying this, no. but like it's true. How no. many stand-up comedians get pointed at while on stage and someone is in the audience and is like, you're going to be the next Jerry Seinfeld. It doesn't happen. And if right. it does happen, it's because what you're talking about is so obscure and specific and niche that like someone needs to have a general meeting with you and be like, now tell me why you're you and I already know your stand-up is very interesting so here's a bag of money like that kind <laughs> mm-hmm. of a thing like unless you are offering something that like no one else has like you're half dragon like something crazy <laughs> right, yeah. right which we're working on yeah. yeah yeah I mean if if you're not doing something that's over the top you're not going to be noticed mm-hmm. and so you have to kind of figure out what makes you special and what makes you unique and actually execute well right 
Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, you basically did like one big publicity stunt kind of thing. Yeah. For yeah. yourself. A lot, of, a lot of people have said it's a publicity stunt. I a mean, I of, don't mean that in a bad way. No, no, no. Not in a bad way at all. And I, I understand that. I mean, like a lot of people say, Brandon, you're so good at marketing. You're so good at packaging yourself. Mm-hmm. You're such a good person when it comes to... <laughs> you're such a good person. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, no one has ever said that. Uh, and it yeah. breaks my little heart. And it breaks my little heart. I cry on the inside and on the outside. Uh, but it's one of those things where I realize like I have a very, very good handle on putting a project together like i love making something that has a great title that has a great log line that has a think of it as girls meets the big bang theory like mm. that kind of thing where you're like oh i get it that's right. good like i actually enjoy writing scripts i enjoy getting on stage i love being in front of the camera all that sort of stuff but I love. I should just work in the de- like development. I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah. I, I'm retiring <laughs> yeah, yeah. from comedy, also, and I'm let's now talk just... more about Girls Meets Big Bang. That okay, sounds... all right. So <laughs> no, essentially, no. it's a show called Townies. Okay. Uh, it's Wait, about a 29 year old. Uh, yeah, this is my multi cam sitcom. It's about a 29 year old musician who lives in New York City. He's failing at life. His bank account is plummeting, and he is going to have to move across state lines back in with his parents in Mm. western pennsylvania i see hassan minaj as the lead he's great he's Mm. great right we got ad bryant as a side character and a michael Sarah type as the best friend you know it's a lot of fun interchanging parts and i think it resonates with people in middle america but also on both coasts but it's gonna be yeah (laughs) multi-cam well here's a bag of money thank you so much i'll put it in my wheelbarrow of cash i would like to just get into your brain a little bit here we don't have our psychologist on today did it take you like now you feel it sounds like you're pretty comfortable like promoting yourself and like but did it was it hard for you to start talking about yourself because like I I don't I mean I want to talk about myself but it's like hard for me to do because I just feel like why are you talking about yourself well I think just in general everyone's favorite topic is talking about me (laughs) <laughs> like talking about Not Brandon, Brandon Scott, Scott Wolf. Right. Like talking about everyone likes talking about. Well, yeah, no, I, I mean Nick is always like, please stop talking about Brandon Scott Wolf. Mm-hmm. You know, I know it's yeah. getting to the point where uh, your life is being fractured. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, For sure, it's, it's collapsing, and you know, I I get it. A lot of I, I have I have a conversation like this almost every half hour on the half hour where I'm like, mm-hmm. don't you guys like Brandon Scott Wolf? <laughs> I'm him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're like, we know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Please okay. get out of the lift. Okay, but. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, but wait, seriously. First of all, I want to, at some point, I don't have to do it now, but I really want to pull up the website. Yes, look get it. it. Just but, pull it up but, while you answer this question. But yeah, but but Rosie's question was, what, like, did it, right? Yeah, what, did it take you a while to, like, get comfortable with that? Be just being balls out on Brandon Scott Wolf or balls out? I want to say that it does take a little bit of time getting used to talking yourself up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's one of those things where you don't necessarily do that outside of the entertainment industry because it's seen as rude uh especially on dates like i would go on first dates and i would want to ask about my date's life because people do like talking about themselves and i went to school for print journalism which is a dying field my brother's a print journalism shout out to him he's doing great oh and shout out to claudia oh really quick Claudia, we love you. Oh, my God. Claudia, is our number one have, fan. Yeah, Claudia, friend Claudia. of the show, you're the best oh. at Brandon E.S. Wolf. <laughs> Claudia. Okay. I went to school, and I, I really took to print journalism. I, I was in the communications department at Penn State, 
and they have a very good journalism school and they would say go out and talk to people and listen to their stories and i think a lot of life is listening because everyone has a unique story everyone has uh something that has happened to them something that they've done and it's important to learn listen and grow Mm. and a lot of the entertainment industry is the opposite it's uh, I'm going to yell in your face until you make my web series. It's mm-hmm. like a lot of me, 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 not you, 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 you. And so I went from this position of asking questions to having people be like, now what can you offer me? And I'm yeah. like, I made a dating website. <laughs> anyone like? And they're like, who are you? And I'm like, okay. And they're like, please leave the lift. And I'm like, okay, good, good. He's always in lift. I'm always Love. in lift. And red eyes. Yeah. yeah. Red eyes, lift. Mm-hmm. Ooh, my favorite. Have you ever been in like a lift at four in the morning and you're mm. like, last lift of the night? <laughs> <laughs> or they could just be starting, Brandon. Oh, mm-hmm. yes. Yeah, there cool. it is. Looking at it from a different Thank angle. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. That's, what I, that's what I bring to the table. Um, no, but yeah, I guess... Yeah, like you're saying, in real life, because I just want to say this too, for those of you who don't know Brandon, he's very sweet and very humble, like Thank as you. a person. Like, But you have to put on this other thing in order to get to move yourself forward. And if you don't do that, you're not going to go anywhere. And that's so hard. Yeah, but I th- it sounds like you have a good balance of that kind of stuff. Like being, as a human, when you're talking to other humans, you're not pr- promoting yourself. But like when you have to talk to Hollywood. But but is it, sorry, I'm sorry. I yeah. didn't mean to cut you off. You're rude. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm glad I cut you off. Yeah. Great chemistry um, yeah, between yeah, the both. Yeah, so <laughs> organic. Like uh huh. Um, but I guess sometimes I feel like there's a skill behind it, and maybe it's just me. But I feel like if I did have any power at all, uh, I would kind of be turned off by people if they were too much. Like it would be like, okay, I get it, and I just oh, yeah. wonder if there's like a. You mean like if you were an exec? Yeah, like, or, or, cause I just feel like there's so much rejection in it, and it's like, they probably get annoyed, and it just depends on how you go about doing it. But then there were also instances where I feel like I should have promoted myself well. Do you ever have to, like, gauge the person? Like, I think it's all about, yeah, gauging people, especially as a stand up. I feel like I've gotten better at that when it comes to, like, reading a room mm-hmm. where I can tell if an audience is on my side right away, or I can tell if I have to massage nice call Koreatown Koreatown LA 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 sponsorship 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 please yeah, Brandon kinda, get us some goddamn sponsorship I'm have trying any tips. Thank, thank you much. Blue Apron uh, it's <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. a service okay we had an Thanks. idea of doing that actually and yeah. I'm wondering okay, getting well, we don't sponsored by Blue Apron is no, that the idea no, just no like saying. just doing fake sponsorships because yeah, we want fine. them so bad yeah, just yeah, saying like this podcast is sponsored by Spanx or whatever yeah Thanks. or what are the the ones Thanks. They're something you wear under your shirt. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We love it, right? Or, yeah. If you, you don't like your tummy, wear Spanx. But then, Thanks, like, Spanx. how do we get them? Spanx for Spanx. the memories. even <laughs> the memo- And then you, like, play a fun yeah. Weird Al type like, song. And everyone's just like, helped them. very fun these yeah. days. Yeah. So, like, these guys, give them a bucket full of cash and their own TV Yeah, show. I mean, you've listened to all of our episodes. I know that, Brandon. And so you know that. Um, <laughs> that- <laughs> Huge fan of the show. <laughs> I'm honestly a big fan of both of you. Thank you. I always loved performing with you guys. Thank you so much. Rosie and I used to be on a sketch team together in New York City. We sure went did. to Philadelphia for oh an a, a sketch festival <laughs> yes, one? I didn't know that. Was it also an improv festival or was it just sketch? I think it was just sketch. Perfect. Uh-huh. How long were you guys on the same team? Probably like a year and a half. Oh. Yeah. yeah. 
It's super fun. That's a long yeah. time for like really an fun. indie team. We yeah. had six total sketches. It was amazing. <laughs> yeah, but it was uh, fun. It was, it was really fun. Good. It was fun. It was great. Um, I, I had a great time with it. Um, I mean, we used to perform at the Pit together. Yeah. Shout out to the Pit, a theater that I'm not really affiliated with at all, but shout out shout to them. Shout out hey, to the hi. Pit. See so much. We're doing so much of that. Isn't that great? You mm-hmm. always put on such fun shows there. Like, you feel? Do yeah. you feel weird oh. promoting yourselves? Like to the point where you'd be like, I remember my my shows at the Pit. Like you would be like, no, like. You put on great shows. Thank you. You always had good audiences. You had great comics on it, great sketch teams. Thank you. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think that the promoting yourself, what I think is, um, am I really as good as I'm telling you guys? Mm-hmm. Like, and you know, with anything, like I have a hard time applying for jobs sometimes because I'm like, but then you're going to know that I'm actually as good as what I'm saying. And like, I don't know. It's just like, it's the thing of like, you're going to find out I'm a fake. You know, I'm telling you I'm a writer. I'm telling you I'm an actor. I'm telling you I'm a Imposter comedian. Imposter syndrome. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And so I think that that's why it's hard for me to talk it up because it's like anyone can say that they've got something for you. But like, how, how do you back it up? And that's just confidence, I think. Like It is. Yeah. It's a lot of confidence. And for a while, I would say that I had imposter syndrome. Mm-hmm. I mean, to a certain extent, I still do. Like, I was on a show, not to name drop, <laughs> but I was on a show with some celebrities the other night and i just was talking with them and i was like oh you guys are great and by celebrities i mean like they have netflix specials like it's not anyone that like if you were at a wegman's you'd be like or a gelson's here i guess i was gonna say i don't even know what wegman's is wegman's is a east coast gelson's oh Oh. fun oh and they're both sponsors of the show (laughs) at gelson's and like they were so nice and they were like hey brandon uh, nice to finally meet you or like hey your name's brandon i saw you on the lineup you're in from new york huh great and then like i performed and i got off stage and they were like that was really good that was so funny man and i was like please let me open for you but i didn't say that i just like shook their hands and i was like thank you so much Mm -hmm. matt bronger and (laughs) you know he was nice he was very nice well but these these people are celebrities when it comes to what we're doing I feel like they've like made it to a certain level they might not be I don't know who that person is but if you say they have their you know Netflix. has a new Netflix special coming out in like a week or two like Yay! that's awesome yeah congrats to that guy um well that's cool so maybe that helps build your confidence because you're like does, okay because for a while you're like I shouldn't be talking to someone like this like mm-hmm. this is a person who is years ahead of me this is a person who is way funnier than me this is a person who has made it whatever that term means to you right and uh like i know at this point so i was talking with a friend yesterday um and we were at a party with a lot of stand-ups and bookers and things like that in the la area and i didn't know anyone and i was just shaking hands and saying hey i'm brandon this is what i'm doing this week i'm just out here doing a bunch of shows and you know talking with as many people as possible and they were all very warm and welcoming and i was like oh i shouldn't be at this party but at the same time i was like i'm fine yeah. here and just this like fine just think that you should be there why why wouldn't you be well you to undercut yeah. yourself yeah. it's all about not doing that but then it's I think it's the balance of like because networking sometimes like a lot of people are like, oh, stereotype of L.A. is everyone's trying to pitch something. And like legit when um, our friend Lauren Brickman um, was here. Um, friend of the she, show. Yeah, a friend of the show. Oh, love her so much. Um, she, we went to a bar and literally these guys, we were like thought we were flirting with them. And then they're like, hey, um, look at my 30 second web series thing. And they like made us watch the whole thing. And I was like, I swear L.A. isn't always like this. But like they were definitely like trying to promote and everybody was trying to be like, hey, what do you do? Yeah, I know. But it's not yeah. always like that. But then that's where you're like, well, who do I like, you know, talk myself up to and who don't I? 
You know what I mean? Yeah. And then, but maybe if you're just like a real person, which I feel like, you know, it's it's easy to do. I feel like there are gray areas when yeah. it comes to self-promotion, but also it's more defined than one would think. Right. Like if you're in a business environment or if you ask someone for coffee for 15 minutes to like pick their brain or talk with them, like then you could be like, oh yeah, the New York Times said this about me. I had a write-up in Split Cider. Sure. But if you're at a party and, you know, you go past the line of like, oh, yeah, I'm just doing shows or I have a show here tomorrow night, then it becomes real weird. If you're taking out your phone and you're like, do you like my sizzle reel? Is it good? And you're like, (laughs) we're just trying to watch the Knicks. Uh, We're in a Buffalo Wild Wings right now. Uh, Check yourself. Like you are are nuts. Well, and I mean, like, uh, I just want to say this too. Like, we're obviously talking about this because this is the industry that we're in. But- I think it can relate to anybody, right? I mean, we're in a particularly like, look at me industry. But I mean, like, I don't know. I just don't, I want this episode to be relatable to everybody. It is going to be yeah, relatable yeah. because you're not going to feel like you have weird imposter syndrome when you push it out. And you're going to be like, I should be producing and promoting and yeah. saying I'm a good host because you are a good host and you, you have a likable personality and you are funny and you're charming and people wow. want to listen to what, what you have to say. I, I think I think where I yeah th- thanks but I um I think in my mind I don't feel like I've put in all the work that you have uh, Why? Uh, that, because I did I was doing shows and mics in New York and I got so burnt out by working a full-time job and doing that but that's the hustle that's the grind that's what you have to do but I, I just got to a point where I was stressed out all the time I didn't really feel like I was able to do one thing well and then so then I like kind of made my life a little more more well-rounded and I was happier as a human but I didn't I you know I kind of feel like I didn't maybe push as much as I could and so maybe that's part of it is like if I say if I'm like promoting myself I guess there's a part of me that is kind of like um you know I kind of do my thing but I'm not really like I don't have a Netflix special and like I do a podcast that I like with my friend you know what I mean like so I don't know. I guess there's a little guilt there that like I didn't go gung ho balls out. You didn't yet. There's still time. Yet. There's yeah. always time. There's still time. <laughs> and it's also I do I, write, I, which is good, and it's yeah. very important to like pursue the alley or the roadway that you want to travel down. Like if you're in your mind a writer, you have to go gung ho and be a writer. Mm-hmm. Like to me, I'm a comedian, and I do stand up, and I also write. But I know I'm not going to be able to have a Netflix special or be able to tour and fill a theater unless I get more experience and credits in Mm -hmm. the writing world. Mm -hmm. So like until I have the writing credits where I have my own TV show or I'm on a sitcom staff on NBC, ABC, CBS, like I am not going to get that five minutes on Conan or The Tonight Show. And I just need to figure out which steps to take first. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's all about creating your own roadmap, essentially, and mm-hmm. then going in that direction. Yeah, for yourself. Also, man, oh man, I would love to be a motivational speaker. If I anyone love out this. there, really wow, I was really working. thinking that because Great. I think that you could do this if you're a realtor, or you know, you want to get higher up in in any kind of company. You know, I'm saying oh, yeah. it's not just us. Well, I also think women. I mean, I hate to say, it, but yeah. I do think there's oh, women oh, are yes. less likely to promote themselves. I mean, I, it is. I mean, I don't know if it's. Even statistic, well, but no, psychologically, even speaking, like asking is. for a raise is hard yeah. because you're afraid to like 
oh, maybe I'm not worth it. Maybe, but like yeah. a man would totally ask for a raise. Yeah, Brandon's and, a man. Maybe that's why he's better at this than us. Well, well I, I wouldn't know. go and say that. that you're but a man? You guys can. Uh, <laughs> right. Yeah, you don't want to. No, but I mean, I do, there there may be something there. Like right. I don't know what it is. I know that like with resume job resumes too. Like if women only have two things on f- two to five, you know, things that you need requ- job requirements, women are more likely to not apply whereas right. men if they'd have like, two they're like, like fuck it, it. Yeah. yeah i'm i'm gold Send and i want out. five thousand sure. more yeah. yeah so like there is i don't know maybe this the psyche like of doing that but i also know a lot of neurotic men who are yeah. that who don't are. Like i know to promote. a ton of neurotic men i know a ton of neurotic women i know a ton of very strong women i know a mm-hmm. ton of strong men and i think it i think i'm in a position in life where i've been around so many stand-ups and i've been around so many writers and i've been around so many improvisers and it it's just a lot of confidence i think there are so many people who are more confident than me and there are some people that are way less confident than me and it just depends on the person themselves like i usually think improvisers are more confident than stand-ups and i think stand-ups are more confident than writers i Mm. feel like it goes writers stand-ups improvisers right improvisers want to be in front of the camera these are the people that are at parties. They're the center of attention. They're really big, fun personalities, and they're doing bits. Mm-hmm. Stand-ups are the people that, like, you know, go to parties. Like, they're going to have a conversation or two, by and large. You know, it's not every single person like this. Uh, but, you know, they're going to be able to interact. And then writers are the people in the corner just texting on their phone, <laughs> tweeting. And they're just yeah. like, oh, yeah, the, the chips are good. Like, those are the writers. They're <laughs> well. They might not all be Aspergery, yeah, yeah. but you know. I, <laughs> no, every writer has Aspergers. In the world. Aspergers is another plug. Hello, yeah. how Hello. are you? Hey, it's I, a sponsor. Yes, yeah. As- it's actually. Are, well, am no. I an Asperger? Yeah. Dot com. Dot com. And you said depends. So at depends the <laughs> depends the diapers. So and I, we're learning okay, a I lot. Think from one you, of you guys you. cut me off when I was trying to say Oops. Marshalls. Because oh, I was saying, well, you know, yeah, Jackie yeah. likes Marshalls. So Marshalls, home goods. We're going to like tag, <laughs> yeah. tag all of these people in this episode. Point being, guys, let's just. Okay. So are you an asshole for for promoting yourself? Oh, my God. I don't think so. I don't I think, think the way so. that you said it. I, you have a question. Are we wrapping up? Because I have no, we another. can kind of wrap up. I have a, a question for you. Mm-hmm. Do you ever feel like you just can't? Like, do you ever feel like it's just too much? You can't be on. Like, or like you're out and you're just like, I want to go home and not be funny right now. All do you the ever time. feel that? I'm okay. not funny. I think everyone listening agrees. <laughs> that's, no, that's it's true. one of those things. I wonder how like, you got one of that. Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, I will talk with someone and in, in my estimation, I'm boring. Mm-hmm. Like, I love listening to other people talk and hearing stories and thoughts because everyone has an interesting background. Oh, my God. That's so much more interesting to listen to someone else than to, yes, you know, I know my stories. Faces. Yeah, right. Which I think is the most difficult part in self-promotion. Same with stand-up. You're saying the same stuff over and over and over and over and over again. And that's why I really like crowd work yeah. because there is an opportunity for something fresh and unique. Yeah. But yeah. I'm not that type of person where I can do improv because I did drop out of improv 101 and hurt my back. <laughs> you hurt, Wait, you hurt what, back? Ha- what do you mean you hurt oh, your back? Oh, I was back. doing the warm-up game hotspot oh, and I really no. tweaked it. Uh, so I had to stop. 
Oh. Um, My teacher was like, we don't really have insurance at the theater. <laughs> so, and I was like, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Anyway, that was Jordan Klepper. He now has a TV show on oh, Comedy sure Central. Does. Yeah, he's doing just fine. Bless him at Very funny. Great guy. Um, <laughs> Love Jordan. Really uh, nice. Yeah. I don't know him, but what did I see? Um, okay. Do we think that it, Jen would probably say no, but like, are you, do you have to be more narcissistic? No, I don't even know what narcissistic Confidence. is. Confidence. Yeah, because it doesn't mean you're like obsessed with yourself. You're just being like, this is the way that I have to do this. And and like I'm confident in what I'm promoting. Like, yeah. Yeah. You're yeah. selling yourself. Selling yourself. You have to. I think I realized something over the last like two or three years, which is very important. If you are going to promote yourself, have substance to back it up. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Which is like, what you were saying earlier, yeah. you're like, I feel like I don't have the stuff. Yeah. And like, you do have the stuff. Like, uh, yeah, if you were put on stage, yeah. Yeah. people would be like, she's funny. She can act. Yeah. Like, you're not a slouch. You're not a slouch. Thank you so much. I'm not a slouch. <laughs> I feel like I can literally slouch. go to any <laughs> theater in America and put on a professional stand-up comedy show. Whether yeah. it's five minutes, ten minutes, or a full hour, I can show up. I will entertain you as an audience member will leave happy. Wow. Yeah, that's great. And I do think you can learn from those experiences where, and maybe that's why it takes some time to build that up, like your credibility. Because I had a situation where I had a manager interested in my writing and I sent him stuff. He was like, this is great. This is funny. What else do you have? And I was like, I have some UCB sketches that I did and then I was like oh fuck like that's a that's a time where I'm like I should have a I should have three things ready to if I'm already putting myself in a position where I'm contacting this person I should have substance to back it up but now I wrote a pilot that's great do you feel like do you feel like an asshole talking about how you wrote a pilot to, to, to Brandon right now? No, no, yeah. I don't. But I also have a, a caveat to like confidence is I would say, I don't think I'm overly confident, but I would say I'm, I, I, I'm decently a confident person. So I'm having a hard, because I still don't like to totally plug myself, but I'm getting better at butt it. Butt plug yourself. But I do, I know yourself. how to butt yeah, plug yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on. I don't know how to plug myself as well. But look, we're learning through BS dubs. BS dubs. I'm learning through everything <laughs> oh, honestly we did it it's one of these things where also i love podcasts just because it's like one of the only times you have real conversations with friends mm-hmm. uh, everyone is always just like uh over there can you like pass me nachos or something the game's on like no one is paying attention like it's just snippets like fragments of conversation you're talking about with your friends everyone i feel like in the entertainment industry mm. oh, doesn't okay. sit down unless there's a podcast happening oh i don't i don't agree with that. do you have real conversations with people i have real conversations <laughs> yes. all the time that's amazing what? well that's part of why i got annoyed at the comedy scene though i was like can we just talk i don't feel like doing this oh, all the time yeah. Bits. Yeah. bits i don't do bits really i like i'll do like it's a exhausting. snippet or a 30 second thing well sometimes you can't help it sure it's fun yeah. i mean if something's like a butt plug comes but then, up you have but to then talk you're about like okay we're we gonna be like surface or are we gonna like sit down and have a conversation but you need i think you need less than four people in a room to have a com- real conversation mm-hmm. like because otherwise people are gonna get distracted or i don't know you're trying to like impress people but i feel like in a smaller group you can really like have a heart to heart i think like i have five friends probably who i'm like oh i could yeah, actually like, like actual call friends. on the phone or like eat lunch with and we'll have a real conversation yeah yeah everyone else is a comedian and i'm friends with sure. them like i'll yeah 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 i'll care about like who are you dating are you having an issue at work that sort of stuff like tell me about your actual life 
but mostly it's all those base interactions that everyone hates where it's just yeah. like all right, cool. Nice two minutes. See you later. Yeah. Do you want to name those people? Yes, I have a long <laughs> yeah. list. Okay. Wait, wait. I have one more question. I didn't oh. realize that I would. Wow. We can we can edit hour. this. No, 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 no. Um, <laughs> I have a question of what you would have done, and then I also just if we could look up Brandon Scott Wolf at a certain point. I don't know if we have time. Okay, I found myself in the situation. I was telling you about it before we started recording, and I I don't know what I would have done differently because my body couldn't not do what it did. I was at a party with Jeff Ross and. Friend of the show, future guest of the show. Sure. Mm-hmm. No, it's, well, whatever. It's a friend's cousin. But anyway, and Sarah Silverman showed up and I told you that at the party. But it was a small party. It was like 20, 25 people. And I, she's a hero of mine. But I talked to her at UCB when I was interning afterwards. And I was like, you were great, blah, blah, blah. But to me, that was a place of work. And like here she's trying to hang out. So, but I, she was like talking to other people and I, li- I couldn't even look at her. And like my bag was near her foot. And I went over and I was like... And I don't, I couldn't, I was like, just talk to her like a human. I couldn't do it because she's like my idol. Like if you had famous people around that were like models or like on like some shitty uh, show that I don't watch or care about, I don't care about them. Her, I was almost died. Anyway, literally heard a conversation between her and Jeff Ross saying, well, you, I mean, there are a lot of female writers around here if you wanted to, you know, talk to some of them. And I, 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 Oh, almost passed out and there was no way I could have been like hi, uh, hi I'm Jack I just, you know but I'm female I, rider I was thinking if yeah. I had a little more chutzpah what do you guys call chutzpah. it? chutzpah what do you guys call it? what do you guys <laughs> what call you it? people? you with the horns and the yellow stripe <laughs> down your back and True. the small little hat he is wearing a small hat <laughs> it's a kippah yeah, oh. I am technically not nude no, I'm mean, wearing right. a kippah. You and a matching one for your dingus. Where is that towel? Oh, so good. Okay, but what, I mean, would you have literally like went up to Sarah Silver and been like, "Here's I my script." Have, I feel like a lot of the time you have to do something that isn't what you want to do. As in, like, if you want to ask someone out or get someone's phone number, you mm. don't open with. You're really attractive. Can I take you on a date? Like, well, that's I wouldn't not... have done that, and I totally right. would take her out on a date. Sure, but and yeah. maybe oh, in but... the future, at future Jeff Ross get-togethers, you'll have that <laughs> so opportunity. But I mean, like, <laughs> don't cut this. This is no, like what this. this is what not. the people want yeah. to hear. This is like a fun <laughs> Jackie interaction, a Jack interaction, mm-hmm. cool. interjection. Ooh, that's that's there it is. Yeah, that's her new. That's her. That's her new website. Yes. Okay. Actually, Rackman. cut the interjection. No, that interjection is good. <laughs> cut the keep. So okay. essentially, yeah. my <laughs> advice would be: next time you find yourself in a situation like this, if you can like just start talking and edge in and be like, "I can't believe this." They only have coconut Lacroix. Like this. Is, oh my god! <laughs> I know that sounds terrible, <laughs> no, no, but no. I'm a big Lacroix. Like right, uh, yeah. I wish I was Ask hoping they had passion fruit. An opener. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like a weird oh, opener, sure. and then maybe they'll be like, Break "Yeah," it. and then you don't know what can come from that. Because that is just, you just start talking. I know. She she was talking about Handmaid's Tale, though. And I was like, I do watch it. And I wanted to say something, but I couldn't. And then Jeff Ross, I'm even nervous around him. And all I ended up saying was, nice. Um, you're tensing up physically yes, now. And yeah. you're nowhere near them. How were you at this party, like, tense-like? Were you, were you like, in a, a corner just, like, turning into ra- a rigor mortis-ified I, I person? I think I played it relatively cool i don't think my body said into rick and mortis but it could have like even right now you're starting to calm you're doing good everyone loves you here um no i this is a problem that's what i'm saying yes i can't play it cool but it's relatable whatever and i said to jeff i was like oh nice um infinity pool did you what made you do this and he goes 
it was here when I bought the house. Wow, that's amazing. <laughs> like, that is so ahead. good. I'm going to drown myself in it. <laughs> right. Cool. And it'll never, you know, stop. Yeah, so that's not. So I, didn't, in the pool. I, I should have just. It would be better if I weren't there because I did myself a disservice no, and just probably annoyed him. He probably him. just didn't know what to say to that. Uh, I mean, yeah. that's a weird thing to say. It's a funny thing <laughs> no. to say. So no. here's another thing. Yeah. It's a weird thing to say, but it's memorable. And memorable is better than anything else well okay. you have a good way wait, of turning wait, wait. things i know i tried to into like a positive i tried thing. to end this earlier and now i'm going to continue it um so this is kind of a good like dating advice too it like is. They, the relatable like sell yourself be confident like get in with a lacroix joke like <laughs> i had a <laughs> don't very, freeze up i had yeah. a very similar situation when i was interning at ucb in new york i was the friday night intern and i was about to watch a show mm-hmm. that had Pete Holmes on Ooh, it. Mm-hmm. And I, as a 22, 23-year-old, really loved Pete Holmes. Like, it's to yeah. the point where I was like, he is one of those people that is a real comedian, and I will never be a real comedian. Mm-hmm. And so he did his set. It was a really great 10 minutes. And afterwards, I was like, I kind of want to bump into him or be mm-hmm. like, Oh, hey, how's it going? But I didn't want to come off as a super fan because I also knew that I wanted to be seen as a real comedian in his eyes. So I saw him go downstairs. He was going to the restrooms at UCB East in the East Village. We both interned there. We were both interned there. And we cleaned pubes off of the toilets. Yes, we did. (laughs) And so my mindset was if I go downstairs and he's waiting for the bathroom, that'll give me a second to say, oh, hey, what's up? So I went down. I did just that. I said, oh, hey, what's up? He was waiting for the bathroom down there. And he said, thanks so much. And I said, wait, did you just think I complimented you? (laughs) And he said, you did, right? You just saw me perform. And I said, I said, oh, hey, what's up? And he went, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I can't I can't believe that I'm the rudest. I am so I let me apologize. This is on me. I'm very oh. tall. You're not as tall. I'm sorry. I'm saying you're short. I, oh. <laughs> I'm going to use the bathroom. We'll talk upstairs. Oh. And so like we did talk upstairs. He was very nice. He was like, oh, you're from Philadelphia. I was still living there at the time. He's like, I'm going to be at Helium next weekend. I will put you down on the guest list. You'll come in for free. And I was like, oh, thank you so much. I really appreciate that. I'm going to be interning back here Friday night. So I'm going to miss out on you. I work here Saturdays as a ticket handler. And he goes, don't worry, Brandon. Like, that's fine. I've never talked with him since. But I feel like eventually we will be in a green room. I will talk with him about this. And he will be himself. He'll be jokey and fun and be like, I kind of do remember that. And like, memorable. It's memorable. That's awesome. But you didn't find that less intimidating. So I did that with Sarah Silverman, but I didn't bump into her and you she didn't said, call me short. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> I said, no, she performed and I went around. But see, I was young and I was like, fuck it. Yeah. I went around. and I was like, that set that you did was amazing. That, I said that. And then she was like, thank you. I feel like the last part wasn't great. So she was nice. Um, no, we no, I, I think it's probably nice. Okay, we got it. Go. Longest okay. episode we've ever had. Okay. Um, but here's the website. What did you want to do with it? No, I just... Um, I just wanted to read it. Date BrandonScottWolf.com, the little heart thing with It's his a heart beard. with a beard. We've tried all these dating sites, okay, Cupid, blah, 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 but they didn't work. Now it's time to try DateBrandonScottWolf.com, the number one online dating site for Brandon Scott Wolf. 
and a picture. I mean, that's it. You guys should check it out. You should totally check it out. That's and what we're butt things. plugging. And then if you want to butt plug anything else. Yeah, please butt plug something. At Brandon E.S. Wolf <laughs> on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, also, please follow my mom on Twitter. Mom. At Goulash Yum. That's G-O-U-L-A-S-H-Y-U-M. Goulash Yum. Cute. She is someone who deserves your follow. I think she is the funniest Twitter account out there. <laughs> and uh, I, I try and plug her account during all stand-up shows. That's amazing. <laughs> Has she gotten? She gets likes? a lot of likes, a lot of followers. Uh, a lot of people in the comedy community in New York City think that I'm running the account. I oh. assure you, I am not. That's adorable. Running the account. That's awesome. I'm gonna uh, check that can, out. Can yeah. I tell you one of her tweets? Yes, please. Yeah. Okay. She says, "This is so silly and crazy." Okay, ready? This is my mom's tweet. Today marks the 10 year anniversary of my father passing away. It continues. Wait, it gets good. Hashtag dead dad. Like it's crazy. <laughs> oh She's god. she uses the hashtags oh in the worst god. way possible. Oh my god, I love her. It's usually like That's I great. am eating Greek yogurt in my living room. Hashtag Greek yogurt. Oh and I'm bless. like oh, charming. Oh she's bless. so charming. Oh all right. Follow her well, now too. She'll follow back. Team follow back. Oh, okay. Team follow, follow, follow. back. Um, great. Thanks, Brandon. Thank you, Brandon. Sorry, I feel like we like attacked you with our questions. Oh, just me. Oh, I did. And, oh, yeah. No, I the, love them. The, okay. The answer to answer our question of the the show is Zoloft. Are we? <laughs> am I an Zoloft, asshole? Yes. Am I an asshole for uh, shameless self promotion? Absolutely not. In fact, you're doing what you need to do for your career. Yeah. And yeah. but but do it appropriately. Yeah, because then you're just an asshole. But that's yeah. not because you're promoting. That's just because you're an no. asshole. No. And um, just one more time. Thank you, Claudia. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> thank you, our number one fan, Claudia. Yeah. Um, okay. Thanks, Bye, Brandon. Thank, Thank you. you for having me. Yay. Thanks for listening to Am I an Asshole? The one about if you're an asshole for self-promoting. Mm-hmm. Turns out you're not. No. We just want to say thank you to Brandon Scott Wolf for coming. What a sweetheart. What a gem. Um, if you like him and you like us, you like being a human um, who has questions about yourself, follow us on all of our things. We have Instagram. It's Am I an Asshole Podcast. Yep. On Instagram. Um, then, you know, go on iTunes. Give us give us five stars. Yeah. Like us. Subscribe. Leave us comments. It really, really helps us out. Yeah. Um, you can email us too. Am I an A-Hole Podcast at gmail.com. Thanks. Thanks. Thanks.